The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In my business, there is only one place, and that's to be a winner. Wash your hands, wash your butt, man, that's it. Well, I felt like SpongeBob for a minute, right? They said, hey, Dad, let's make a TikTok. You know, there's times where you make plays that are special, and there's some times where you're like, that's pretty fucking good. Mercedes Lewis here, a.k.a. Big Dog. When you listen to the Poor Man's Package podcast, go Pack Go. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Poor Man's Packers podcast, the number one Packers podcast in the state of our minds. I'm Spencer Sismanowicz, joined as always with Kyle Turkowski. Kyle? Hello. How about those Phoenix Suns 8-0 in the NBA... Wait a second, wrong podcast, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, I forgot. Yeah, huge, huge Suns fan, yeah. No, welcome to the Poor Man's Packers podcast. For those that may not have listened before, we talk about the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. It has been a couple months since our last episode, and quite a few things have changed. But Kyle, what have you been up to? How has life been since <sighs> April? I have just been working from home this whole time. Again, yeah. very thankful, very blessed to be able to do that. True. I know there's some tough situations out there, but um, yeah, that doesn't mean I don't have my uh, frustrations with not being able to do things. But for the most part, you know, happy and healthy. So all things considered, been doing good. That's good. I am. I'm now healthy. Um, my car got totaled in the last time since we've had a podcast. Yikes. But hey, everything's looking up now. You know, t- you know, football is kind of starting to come back, as you alluded to. Other sports are back as well, so I think we'll just keep pushing along. On and just... top of that, though, like to to kind of like football is coming back. I mean, it's as of this recording, it's August thirteenth, and by now, like usually, I just get this insatiable football is insatiable the right word? Yeah, insatiable yeah, football fever, like right after the Fourth of July weekend, and that just hasn't really hit me yet, just because of everything going on. It just feels weird, and thankfully, though, you know, with recording this and you know players reporting that that fever is starting to heat up a little bit so we're right around the corner true absolutely for this episode of the poor man's packers podcast we're going to talk a little bit about football the packers how everything's kind of changed with the whole coronavirus epidemic uh we have a very special guest which we didn't really lead with mr tom grassi will be on great that was a very fun interview fun fun interview uh talked you know just shot the shit for a little bit at the beginning and then we talked packers football but after that we have a very fun backyard fantasy football draft using mm. only packers players from the last 10 years Kyle how how did you feel about the draft i am still flustered i made such a colossal blunder that like I'm still you know that like feeling in your stomach when you're just humiliated like that feeling is still kind of lingering that's how 
how embarrassing it was. But like you said, we're staying on brand. Mm-hmm. I'm such an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I yeah, it, it, it's really bad, and I'm I'm aware of that. So just. And you'll know when you hear it. When you, you'll when you, know. Yeah. When you it guys is, hear it, you, you will know. I actually, before you press record, I had forgotten about it a little bit. But now you just brought it up, and yeah. now I'm I'm shaking again. This is the reaction we want. This is the kind of emotion we want while recording a podcast. So I'm I'm very happy oh with it. Oh, my God. As Kyle said there, so we'll have our draft. You want to definitely you know stick around to listen to that. But right after that, we will have trivia. Is Kyle an idiot slash Stump Spenny? Oh, buddy, am I. Then we'll have our outro, Hey-o. but jumping in, as I'm sure everyone is probably aware of, the coronavirus does exist, and I'm sure you might be a little sick about hearing about it, but figure since, you know, the last time we've been here, some of you guys might know, but you don't know everything that's really changed for football. Preseason, canceled. We all know that. Preseason's canceled. The first two games at Lambeau Field will not have fans. Kyle, you are a gold package member. How how has this been for you the last couple of weeks? They've they've been real professional all throughout, constant communication, and they've given us a lot of options. It's been awesome, actually. So you pay the fee usually in May. I think I've talked about this, and they push the deadline back. And then finally, when it was you know realized that oh, there's probably not going to be fans, then they offered refunds or we can push it to next year. Um, I thought that was a cool option. And then they also that that is separate from their opt-in or opt-out process where you can opt in to you know it's similar to the playoff raffle where if you're a season ticket holder you opt in and then you again get put into a Mm. raffle and if we get picked you know you you get tickets and obviously it's limited amount of tickets for this circumstance and of course you know it's a no-brainer we opt opted in so we'll see it would be really if if there are games at lambo i'm not sure well you know fans at lambo this year one, it would be really cool. It would be pretty cool to be able to go to a game where, I mean, you're not going to be able to have that type of experience again because it's going to be so few amount of fans mm-hmm. that are there. So I don't. Know, I would be really interested to see how game day goes for you. I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just curious. Like I'm almost like hopeful that like it would be. Don't you dare. So lit. Well, don't no, you dare. I don't. I don't think I'm going where you think I'm going. But it'd be so little fans to where like your voice could carry to the <laughs> sideline. Yeah. Like I would just love to be able to get a message to Rogers or something like that would be awesome. Yeah. Or the, you suck, you jackass. Like, yeah. To the been... opposite side. Yeah, Hell yeah. You, aren't you, are your tickets, aren't you on that side on of the, the opposite, field? Yeah. Okay. I would love to, cause we have, I guess you were kind of by the tunnel too. So maybe I shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, you would, you opposing would... team sideline. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. I mean, my, my voice, I, I'm pretty confident it'd, it'd be able to get there. Yeah. As long as you speak into the mic the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I mean, as, I'm sure people know players are getting tested before they go into the facility. They have to test negative. If they test positive, they have to isolate for 24 hours. The next day, they have to take two more tests. And if both of those come back negative, they can rejoin the team. If one is positive, they're 14 days of isolation. And that's kind of what Jace and Crosby have been have been doing. So they're obviously leaving the facility every day then. So then they're yep. getting tested every single morning. Every single morning. Wow. And if the numbers go down, then it'll they'll just test every other day. So okay. what well, I mean what numbers? Like uh I think it's like under half a percent of players being positive on the roster. Are you are have there been any positive tests, are you aware? Oh, well, uh, the assumption or is... Or wait, have they even started testing? Yet? Yeah, yeah, they've been testing since they've started. Um, 
Mason Crosby and Jay Sternberger. It's assumed that they were that they tested positive or were, were in contact. That's yes. right. That's what the COVID list is for. Got it. Got yep. it. Got it. So it's going to be tough for everyone. I mean, hopefully these next couple of weeks go by pretty quick. You know, until September thirteenth for our first game. Right, thirteenth, thirteenth or eleventh. It's yeah. one of those two, but I don't know. It's I'm just still crossing my fingers. Everything else has looked pretty good. Baseball has gotten their shit together. It seems like my goodness, though. I mean, have they? <laughs> yeah, I well, think the, the Cardinals have are supposed to have played like twenty three games up to this point. They've played like five. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been better the last couple weeks yeah. than it was previously. Yeah. Like that that little like that like. 36 hour window of when the first one got canceled though of like oh okay just shut it all down that was shut it down that was scary they kind of just stuck their nose down and 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 stayed at it and yeah thankfully they like you said sort of got it together yeah hopefully more positive news in the future and everything just stays good but no no real packer news right now there's been some cuts you know malik turner malik turner signed fresh we cut cole madison but not too much ah, to talk about. It's tough about Cole Madison. Yeah, I was really hoping for him to, you know, good story. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you're, like good is the the word to use. Everyone, just kinda, everyone was rooting for him. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Everyone yeah. was rooting for his story, and hopefully he can get picked up and and have a long successful career. Yeah, hope hopefully. But like I said, don't have too much else. So we're gonna have a quick commercial break, and then we'll have our interview with Tom Grassi. Hello, American football fans. Are you trying to score more clients? Well, now it is time to kick off a new email campaign. At B2B Data Guy, we pass your message to qualified receivers. We'd love to sit down and talk to you about how we can field your goals. We make sure your emails aren't intercepted by spam filters. Your emails won't get flagged for unnecessary sending. There's no market we can't tackle. We've never punted on a customer. We think we're a pretty fair catch. There's no way we won't insert football pun. With our message to the right audience, it's easy to touch down with qualified leads. Visit b2bdataguide.com today. All right. Welcome back to the Poor Man's Packers podcast. We are very lucky to have Tom Grassi on. Tom, how's it going? I'm I'm doing so well, and while your title may indicate that you are the poor man's podcast, mm-hmm. I assure you, based off our five minute conversation, you are rich at heart. Wow, thank you. Cannot buy diapers or pay any bills with that, but <laughs> so so rich internally. High praise. That is the brand that we're going for. That's perfect. Yeah, we will accept that. <laughs> um, Tom, for those who somehow don't know who you are, can Lots you give us fun. a brief introduction of how? Or what you are, how you are. <laughs> perfect, perfect start. Uh, I am a, a person. Yeah, good. Okay. Uh, pronouns are he, you know. But honestly, I can go either way. It depends uh, how On many drinks day. I got. Uh, yeah, days days matter. Uh, but no, I do a YouTube podcast because that's really original. Uh, and have done a podcast called Packcast. See, I just combine the word Packers with podcasts nice. and it was just wow just revolutionary uh and this is my sixth year doing it so Ooh. um yeah it's you know what that means that my parents are really really disappointed in me <laughs> and uh i'm honestly just really trying to achieve mediocrity every day that's perfect well have you ever recorded in your parents basement i mean 
here's the problem. Technically, the house that I'm in, because I don't, <laughs> I don't own it. Um, I don't own, but a family member does. So, like, kind of. Ooh. Okay. Okay. But like, you know, it's a technical. I mean, I pay rent. Yeah. So, you know, it, it gets a little technical there. But I think. Um, uh, it's still just as sad. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah, we we've recorded a couple episodes in my parents' basement, so a couple, not to brag. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, no listen. In the studio. If if it has like air conditioning, it really doesn't matter mm-hmm. where you're recording. I don't have AC in here, so Oof. it's just uh, it's just ball soup every day. Perfect. So. I <laughs> <laughs> was the great show. <clears throat> Perfect. Okay. Um. <laughs> Cut, cut, right there. You yeah, know what, guys? Yeah. <laughs> let's let's, let's just we'll over. edit that one out. Yep. yep. <laughs> so you're a native of New York. We, yes. you may not know, are living in Minnesota. We're from Wisconsin. However, it's not very fun living in a state where you know the Packers do not play. So I'm curious, uh, being a Packer fan in New York, how has it made you a stronger and better person than everyone else you know? Um. Okay. Well, <clears throat> here's the thing. When I was in high school when I was just a wee lad and my voice was just slightly higher than it is right now because nothing fully dropped. (laughs) What happened was, is that the Giants had a tendency to kick the Packers' ass, whether it was the 2007 NFC Championship game. Great times. Wonderful. Loved it. Uh, Or the 2011 season when we went 15-1 and and they got bounced out of the divisional round. Yeah, I was there for all of it. And so I had to go, you know, throughout high school and then into college because I went to college in New York. And just had to hear about constantly how the Giants were so much better than the Packers. So um, I think it really jaded me as an individual, so much so that I married a woman named Jade because I was so (laughs) jaded. And honestly, it just made me a spiteful, hateful human being that when I walk down the streets and I see a New Yorker face plant, I am just so filled with glee um, that honestly, it just fills me with such a happiness that I can't compare it to anything. There you go. Wow. That was a so, beautiful like answer. literally the opposite of a bandwagon fan. Like, oh, them- I'll go completely. Well, I, so here, here, uh, you know what? I will let you judge. So I, here's the story. I know. Here's the story. I'm ready for this. I want you to judge me. Okay. Because I've been called a bandwagon fan. So, because apparently you need to live in the same exact state of the, the team that you're rooting for. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was six years old. Okay, six. It was in 1997. I hadn't turned seven yet. So it was 1997. My dad, diehard Cowboys fan. So much so, I was born on a Sunday and wanted my mom to push me out faster so that he could go watch the Cowboys (laughs) game. That is a verbatim true story. I hope they lost that week. Anyway, so what happened was my dad, trying to raise me as a Cowboys fan, I was like, nah. Not going to happen, Pops, because that's how I talked when I was six years old. <laughs> and I went into school and heard that the Packers beat the Cowboys. Okay? Now, they had just won the Super Bowl. I wasn't a fan when they won the Super Bowl because I wasn't watching football because I was six. I was interested in the Lion King. And I went into school, and I heard the Packers beat the Cowboys. So I said, oh, hey, now, this is a development. Go home and say, hey, Dad, I'm a Packers fan. He says, why? I go, because they just beat your Cowboys. And I was a fan ever since. And the rest, now, wow. The, the first Super Bowl was that year when we lost to John Elway, you mm. know, in, in Super Bowl 32. Oh. And I stuck with them from that point on until the end of time. So technically, did I jump on them because they were winning? It was only because they won that one game because I knew nothing about them at that point. So please tell me, am I a bandwagon fan? Yeah, that's, 
I think I. It really depends on if it was '96 or '97. Because if it's night, if it it was before the Super Bowl, yes, bandwagon. It yeah, released... no, it wasn't before '31. It was before '32. Then I then. You oh, then you're good. good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you were six years old, so we'll cut six. you some slack. Yeah. We'll we'll let that pass. And again, I wish I was a better person when I was six. <laughs> um, but no, unfortunately. But at least I made one right decision. Uh completely splintering my relationship with my father for eternity. So that was, that was a worth great it, decision. Worth it. hundred percent. So you mentioned it before there too, the giants fun fact, mm-hmm. all three of us were at Lambeau for the Randall Cobb hail Mary. Yes. I'm just curious. I know Cobb's your favorite player as well from, you know, this era. I love Cobb. But what was your reaction Same. to that play? Cause I think right before halftime too, I know I have a bit of a, you know, interesting story for what was going on as well at the time. But I'm curious what you're, what you saw. Uh, that so that was the 2016. So that was the run the table year, yeah. Right, yes. 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 2016. Okay. So I'm gonna give you a bunch of backstory you did not ask for, and oh, it's gonna be no, a long did, story, you and you're just you gonna sit it. there and take it. Okay. So before the podcast, really, you know what? Let's start. Okay, so I was born in <laughs> September of 1990. No, so basically what happened that year, uh, the run the table year, the night, we like we were sucking, right? Like we were terrible up until that Eagles game. Yep. It was bad. And no one thought we were going to make the playoffs, what have you. So at that time, before the Eagles game, I put my dog in a Packers jersey. And I posted it to the Packers subreddit. And I was like, Maybe this magic jersey pupper can turn it around. Well, we won every single game (laughs) from there on out, which led to demands of me posting my dog in a jersey. I hit the number one on Reddit on all uh, several weeks in a row. (laughs) And the reason I'm telling you that story is, one, because my dog is more famous than I will ever be. But two, is that when I went to that game, I actually, I, I missed, my flight was canceled because there was a storm in New York. I had to drive three hours to Albany, get on a flight, go to Milwaukee, then drive from Milwaukee up to Green Bay. It was a night, I literally was going on 24 hours of no sleep. It was, I was seeing literally hallucinations by the time I was driving back because I was driving back at night. But yep. when I got there, uh, a guy recognized me <laughs> because I posted myself with the dog <laughs> and bought me a beer. And so- before halftime, him and I were texting of like, hey, I'll go buy you a beer. You know, you bought me a beer. I'll buy you a beer. And he catches that pass. And I was, just, I go absolutely, completely nuts. The people in front of me who were sitting down the entire game were not pleased. And I'm screaming my head off because I'm, I'm at Lambeau. And listen, this is something I got a problem with. If you are one of those old, dusty people who are just like, you got to sit down when you're in Lambeau. Nay, nay. You know what? Get, out. get off. Turn it just off. go away. Turn, Sell turn your season tickets. Off. Get, it, get out. See ya. Just get out. See ya. So you're, you're there to watch a game and cheer for your team. Absolutely. Get the hell out. Anyway, so he catches it, and it was a pretty cold game. It was a decently cold game that that, that was at. Yes. It, was, it, was, it was decently chilly. And so what wound up happening is I walk back at halftime, and I'm like, I'm going to get myself a beer. Waiting for this guy. We never wound up meeting up. But as you probably can attest, that beer, I think I got like a Miller Lite or something. I was desperate. Yeah. And so I go in and I, hey, I'm hey. back at my seat and I drink it and it's so cold out and the beer is so cold, I feel it going down literally my esophagus. And I was like, 
wow, this was a mistake because one, it was $10 and two, it was terrible. Like it hurt my soul, but it was so worth it. So yes, that catch was phenomenal, amazing. Uh, and that was probably one of the loudest times I've ever screamed in my adult life. And everyone around me knew it. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved it because the nuance behind it is right before halftime. And in yes. my row, like, people were kind of leaving and, like, going to the concessions. And I, I remember turning to my buddy Clark, and I'm like, these people, you know, it felt like that Cowboys fan on Snapchat that was laughing yep. a couple years <laughs> yeah. ago. Yep. yep. And I looked at my buddy, I'm like, these guys are going to get a drink before halftime, and Rogers is about to throw a Hail Mary. But it worked out because the row was clear. So as soon as it, it got completed, and to that point, that game really sucked. That first half did not feel good until the last like five terrible. minutes. Yes. So then as soon as it's completed, I am running up and down the row, just high-fiving everyone, jumping around. Yes. Awesome. Probably my favorite moment at Lambeau. Follow-up yes. question about the pupper and Reddit. Yes. So then did you yes. not post one for the Atlanta game or? So, <laughs> so here's the thing. No, no, no. So I, I did my duty. So I posted every single week. And it got to the point where, and this is true, someone actually printed out a sign of my dog and brought it to the NFC Championship game and Ooh. held it up. True story. Uh, they lost. And then <laughs> afterwards, the amount of messages I got hoping that my dog would die and they were oh, no. so wow. glad to not see uh, my dog on the front page of Reddit anymore uh, was a lot. It was definitely a lot. So, yeah. After that, I really didn't post the dog anymore, but we had a really good run and got to the point because she was just getting like a ton of trees. So she was loving it. <laughs> Every time I brought the jersey out, the tail would be going, yeah. be flipping out. And I was just like, you know what? This was a good thing. That was a damn fun season. It really was. Yeah, that, that was definitely up there. I mean, just, still, it's you can just see Crosby's kick. Like, that's my favorite one. Just curve, oh, Dallas. And, oh, curve and back the next game. Oh. Well, and, and, and yeah, what and it started great. it off, the run the table, the one of Rogers' best throw to Devontae yep. in that Eagles yep. game. Mm -hmm. And the next week we beat the Cowboys. So again, it was just <laughs> so beautiful. My dad was so happy. I mean, like, again, it was just perfection. And I have to say, though, like 2016 and 2019 in the NFC Championship games, like they were bad, right? Like we got blown out. We knew like we were basically losing by halftime. Mm -hmm. Like it was unless there was a miraculous comeback. You never give up hope, but you're like, okay. Right. I prefer that game and the 2019 game over 2014. 100%. We've, we've talked. We've, yeah. That's not even a Any question. Day of the week. Yep. Blow me out in the first quarter just so I know I can start my depressive drinking now. 100%. I have an entire game to get over it. But yeah, no, nothing. Honestly, I still feel I have gotten more sad of the 2014 NFC Championship oh. game than funerals of family members like that's still like i'm like you know what that that uncle yeah sure he was great but that <laughs> game that game really is the one that 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 really just crippled me emotionally yeah i think i even disagree it was like a three o'clock game i just went to bed still wake up in a cold sweat sometimes <laughs> it's like it's time it's time for sleep now. It, it was yeah it was so bad <laughs> so we were talking about Cobb the receivers there you recently put out a video you know your packers wide receiver tryout i'm just curious yes. so very very impressive thank you Thank you. But one thing you didn't answer, how long would it take for you to gain Aaron Rodgers' trust? Um, well, here's the thing, boys. So there's a lot of ways to gain trust. And some can't really talk about on a public podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll just say, yeah. Aaron's single. So Recently if I single. needed to do work outside of the, 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 the stadium, of the facility, 
you know, you got to do what you got to do, honestly, to, to gain the trust of QB1. So um, I think, honestly, it would take about six years uh, to gain his trust, most likely, because um, I, if, if he threw me the ball, I could only imagine it was to throw at me to hit me uh, and not to, for me to catch it. And it was a disciplinary thing. And I would only imagine I'd get on the team as if something went so horribly wrong uh, that they were just like, hey, like anyone. And that's after they've gone through like, you know, Mark Wahlberg from Invincible. Like they've gone through everybody and then they'll bring me in. And then I'll be like, hey guys, like maybe I'll do like a charity thing, right? Like, you know, there's charity boxing things. I'll be like, yeah, I'll be a charity wide receiver and just get decked by like Jair Alexander. I was going to say, you know, just just line you up in the slot. Yeah, that's fine. I got this. Like, I'm just telling you, I can make some moves. I can go under people's legs. I can Ooh. kick them in the nuts. I don't think there's. I don't think there's any rule. And show me one rule where you can't groin kick somebody. Show me the rule. Yeah. I mean, Antonio Brown can't kick people in the face, but I'm not going for the face. <laughs> I'm going for the groin. And it'll be subtle. It'll be subtle. So, because I can't lift my legs that high. So, um, I'm just saying, show me the rule. Yeah, we might have to. I will, because I think there is a rule. Well, but, I doubt it. We should I, just, I, you know what? I, I've been watching football for a long time. I doubt it. <laughs> we should just forward that to Bill Belichick. I'm sure he knows. Oh, there oh he go. definitely knows. Yeah. Oh, 100% he knows. But yeah. He knows that thing cover to cover. Yeah, but, yeah him, him and the refs, they know each other very well. Yeah. <laughs> Six years isn't that bad because, I mean, that's that's probably still quicker than, you know, it would have taken Jeff Janis. But <laughs> Darius Shepard. <laughs> oh, hey, Darius Jeff. still has some time. We're still sleeping on Darius. Oh, Jeff. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> But now I think we can actually talk about some more Packer stuff, some actual oh, sure. Packer stuff. Oh, sure. So before the draft, you said that Brian Gutenkunst hasn't drafted particularly well. Yes. The draft, uh, as some may have seen, your draft reaction video was awesome. And 10 I, out of 10. I think relatable <laughs> to just about anyone who was watching at the time. Like, excitement and then... Delirious excitement because of the trade up. Yeah. Delirious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was, there's so many possibilities. Thrilled. And then it's anything but the quarterback from Utah State, anything yes. but him. But then yes. sure enough, it's him. And well, okay, time to be optimistic now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Cause that, cause that, I feel like that is the epitome of what being a fan is, yes. right? Like if yes. anyone is going, and I say this to anybody, right? Let's just say, like, let's go worst case scenario. Let's say that you hate Brian Gutekunst. You think the 2020 draft class was a bust, even though you've never seen them play a down in the NFL. Oh. Let's just let's go take all of that. Yep. Honestly, what joy does watching your team play bring you? Like, if any, like I watch football because it's fun as hell. Yep. Like, I love football. Like, if you go in, like, let's just say you're a Washington football team fan, right? <laughs> you know your team's going to suck. Yep. Like, it, it's just going to happen. But you watch because one, you might be a masochist, but two, <laughs> you watch it for like that was one or two games you're gonna win. And you're gonna be like, wow, those were fun. We should have lost that game, but we didn't. That was great. That makes it That's even why more you fun. watch. Yeah, exactly. Then you get even more drunk and then it's happy <laughs> drunk instead of the usual. So what I'm saying is, is like, I don't understand the people who are saying like, oh my God, you know, Jordan Love, terrible pick. This whole draft class is about the freaking Rashawn Gary. Oh my God, if I get one more DM about Rashawn Gary, I'm going to throw myself through a freaking window. Because honestly, like the guy, like the guys play for a year or none at all. And they're like, nah, it's done. It's over. So they can come back in three years and be like, haha, I told you. Like, who cares? Who cares? I feel like Just watch your team. You're speaking my language, man. Rashawn Gary is the ying to the TJ Watt Yang. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's just yes. interesting. Can we, can we not talk about this anymore? Because, like, we didn't get him. We didn't get TJ Watch, guys. Like, we didn't get him. Yeah, we, but, we, but then it's again, not going to happen. I keep bringing it up too, so maybe maybe it's my own fault. A hundred percent. Like if that's the thing. Like there's a thing of like, oh man, we should have gotten TJ Watt. But if you're like actively mad at the team and be like, ah oh, man, yeah, you know what, guys, we could have had Barry Sanders, <laughs> but we didn't get him. Like that's it. Move on. It, it happened. Hey. Like just root for the team that's on the field. Hope they get better. Hope they win some games and call it a day. Amen. Absolutely. And hot take: passing on Barry Sanders. Overall, been the right move. it was the right move. I, yeah, I we're read not something getting, that like we're not that. getting Brett Favre if we if we take yeah. Barry Sanders. Absolutely Very true. not. Heck yeah. Very true. So I mean, moving yeah. on, second year Matt LaFleur's offense. We were pretty average last year. I think we were 18th in yards, 15th in points. How are you feeling going into this year? For the offense, right? Yeah. I feel like I have an unjustified amount of optimism for the offense but the reason i do is because as you said so for a second year we don't have to rely on mccarthy's playbook you know when thing the game plan goes awry we don't gotta do that no more because now you're gonna have you know the lefleur kind of playbook so you're good on that end and i think what this year is really going to show because again we didn't lose really anybody right we didn't lose to me i didn't say we would, didn't really add a ton but mm-hmm. aj Dillon, you know coming in and backing up most likely aaron jones you know jamal williams will likely still be on the team i think he's going to be great down the stretch for those december games in lambo you know really giving you a power rusher mm-hmm. i think aaron jones proved that he is like the guy mm-hmm. last year and that he literally can win games for you you know, not only as a running back, but also as a receiving threat. You have Jay Sternberger coming into his second year because tight end is one of the most difficult positions to transition from, from college to Absolutely. the pros. Him coming in, he was a passing threat when he, when he was in college. You know, I hope he's going to make some big strides. And then, you know, I think what this year is, to, for us to take that next step, what it's really going to rely on is the receiving core, right? Because you still have Aaron Rodgers, you have the running backs, great, wonderful. We still have Devontae. Is Alan Lazar going to be able to be that, you know, wide receiver number two? Is EQ going to, you know, recover from injury, able to kind of show those flashes that he did in his rookie year and capitalize on that? Is MVS, our only speedster on the team, going to be able to finally play consistent football? You know, and then there's like the the unknowns. You know, you have Darius Shepherds, you have the Reggie Bageltons, you know, you Malik Turner and Taylor. Um, You have all these guys who potentially could help out the team. And I think, you know, I, I hate to talk about the wide receivers again, but Please do. I think, you know, why fans are, I don't want to say hesitant, I'll say like worried, is because they're basing it off of previous experience, right? MVS has shown amazing flashes and then has been, you know, inconsistent. EQ, showed flashes, was gone all of last year. And Alan Lazard, you know, again, unproven-ish, had a great, you know, second half of the season. That was awesome. And I think it's just a matter of they're not looking at the guys that we currently have and saying, yes, they are going to improve. But that's what the NFL is about, right? Like if we didn't let guys improve, Devontae Adams would have been cut right after his second year. So I think that Gutekunst is really putting a major, major uh, focus and a lot of faith in that the guys that he drafted wind up panning out, which could go either way. But if they do... I think that those stats that you mentioned will improve. Yeah. I mean, it's, 
I, I feel like it, you're really taking a breath. I, re- I really liked what uh, you said earlier in the week talking about, so people are obviously complaining about the wide receiver position, yeah. specifically thinking this year, but I had the same thought process as you. It's, I'm fine with this year because Adams and Lazard and whoever yeah. else, we're going to be fine. But a year from now with Devontae Adams, yes. his contract expiring, and we don't have like anyone learning right now. I mean, it takes years to really become a good player, like you said, Correct. and we don't have anyone incubating right now to get to that level yeah and i think that you know one of the things that people forget too is like you look at like justin jefferson right like that was a guy that a lot of fans wanted they were pissed that he went to the vikings what have you like it is going to be very i i would be shocked if justin jefferson out of the gate is like a god is amazing right right even look at like a dk metcalf right who the first half of the season really didn't do so hot, started picking things up at the end, especially during the playoffs. But it takes time, right? Even with like an A.J. Brown, what have you, if you brought in a guy, that one doesn't necessarily mean that guy's going to be good. Just because you spend a first rounder on somebody doesn't mean they're going to be good. Ask a lot of the Packers draft picks. But like, you know what I mean? Like, especially on defense. Like, if you, you look at it from that standpoint, You know, I think it's almost admirable, and I think it pays off in the end if you rely on the guys that you drafted, you drafted them for a reason, let them develop, but we also exist in a society that's like, I want a Nick Bosa on my team right now who's going to immediately fix this team, and we're going to be amazing. Like, Chase Young, guys, is probably going to be really good. He's not going to lead the the Washington football team to the playoffs. Like, it's not going to happen. So, you know, I I think it's a matter of, People don't want to wait. They want, that's why they want to go into free agency. That's why, especially after the Smith brothers and Amos, because it worked and we had, we went for so long without dipping into the free agency. People forget that a lot of the times free agents don't work yeah. and it screws yeah. up your cap and it kind of makes you a, a bad team down the road. And it makes you less competitive down the road because now your money is tied up in these free agents that didn't work out. And, you know, that's why the Packers have been primarily a draft and develop team over the years. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel like it's well said. winners, quote unquote, winners for free agency are always tend to be losers during the regular In about season. two years. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And look at the Giants. The Giants, I think, spent the most like they I think they're the most in like dead cap and stuff like that. They spent a ton of money. They brought in Nate Solder, who was supposed to be the best left tackle in all of football. Oh, yeah. And Golden like, Tate. It, yep. It, yeah. Golden Tate. Like. It, it doesn't net, bringing in guys and just making transactions doesn't always equal success. And a lot of the times it doesn't. Absolutely. And you, you have examples with like the Broncos, you know, they bring in Peyton Manning, they bring in guys on defense and listen, it worked for them, but then look what happened after Peyton Manning left, right? Like years where they're not a competitive football team. And you look at the Rams who were in a really bad spot when it comes to their cap right now. You know, and they had to like shell out money for Jalen Ramsey that's coming up. And, mm-hmm. you know, they went from the Super Bowl to not making the playoffs the next year. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's the thing. Like you got to keep an eye on that cap because that cap is what allowed us to go to the playoffs all of those years in a row. I think it was like eight consecutive years that yep. we went in a row. And yes, do we only bring home one Super Bowl? Absolutely. People complain about that. That's a different conversation. But what I'm saying is in order for you to have that level of success, that level of consistency, you got to keep the cap healthy. Yeah, it, and that's like you kind of talked about it there too. The Packers have always been a draft and develop team. Last year, it was having the Smith brothers was weird because it's like I'm rooting for these guys and this is awesome, yeah. but it's like 
I don't know anything about this guy right now. You yes. know, every everyone else, you know, and it seemed like for the longest time we're taking these edge guys where it was Dayton Jones and uh, you know <laughs> Nick Perry. Nick Perry, and then you know, Nick slowly Perry. they turn into a decent player, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, these guys are phenomenal right away. Mm-hmm. But speaking yeah. of, oh yep. No, I was saying like, but that that was the thing too. Like with Zadarius, you had like people go in and be like, oh man, like we went to free agency, that was great. But then people started complaining coming out of the woodwork of like, oh man, that's so much money. Ooh, like we yeah. gave them a lot of money. With now in 2020, you're like, that was the best deal household name possibly yep. gotten in the world. And I think what it comes down to, and this is what nobody wants to hear, football is a game. If you're a fan, it's patience. And I say this as a Packers fan who has known success for the majority of my fandom. But like, it's patience and waiting for guys to develop and waiting for a team to improve. And a lot of people are just like, I want it right now, instant gratification. And the majority of the time, it doesn't happen. You know, you look at the 49ers and they go from a terrible team to being, you know, Super Bowl contenders. That didn't happen overnight. Like they went from having Colin Kaepernick, being in the Super Bowl, being in the divisional round, and then there was nothing. Mm, And then it just went really, really bad. They spent a ton of picks, you know, first round picks on that defense, building them up over and over and over suffering through injuries and now they're this way but now people look at it and go nope this went from one year they were bad one year they were good why let's look at why and you know that's that's not the right way to look at it and that's and that brings us back to this draft this year and i don't understand why it's so it's so hated on it's like like you said it's um eating your vegetables draft it's yeah. guys that we're not really expecting to contribute right away, but we're going to develop and hopefully they all become impact players. Yeah. If Jordan love is, you know, the next franchise QB and just is amazing in four years, no one is going to be saying crap about the, and no one's going to walk back there. their, their yep. outrage. Nope. nope. Nobody at all. And again, like that's tough. That's tough to do it now. It's you know because your first round, you could have gotten a wide receiver, could have gotten X, Y, and Z, whatever. I, I get it. I understand that take. But at the same time, and this I mentioned this I, I think last week. What I was talking about was the fact that if there's no college football this season, like holy crap, man, this draft looks amazingly better in my mm-hmm. eyes. Instead of picking blindly for a franchise QB, potentially replacing Aaron Jones, yep. and drafting for need rather than best player available, that becomes a slippery slope real, real quick. Just incredible foresight by Gutekunst to anticipate a global pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that that's why he's paid the big bucks, <laughs> and that's why we're lucky to have him. <laughs> yeah. uh, we talked about the defense a little bit there, but how do you feel about the defense going forward? Mike Pettin, I don't know. I really got sour on him towards the end of last year. It really... It's like you get these flashes of like Dom Capers just where it's like we're good. We beat the crap out of the bad teams. But once we play a good team that smacks you in the mouth, we really can't hit back. So how do you feel about the defense? And did we solve the run defense with Kirksey? What a great question. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's what I'll say first. If Mike Patton doesn't improve that defense this year, I feel like he's gone. I feel like there is not a chance in hell. That he stays. He's not LaFleur's guy. I think that's He's the had consensus. years. Yep. I, I mentioned this on a, on a podcast yesterday. I was talking about how, you know, with Dom, you mentioned Dom Capers, who a lot of Packers fans just went, and they just shivered a little bit. 
you know, we kept Dom Capers way too long, like way, way too long. Yep. You know, when he was good, he was good. And hey, in 2014, you know, bring in like Julius Peppers and stuff like that. Like he was able to field a good defense. But for years, I would argue that we really didn't have the talent on that side of the ball, right? You look at drafts like where we went Demarius Randall and Quentin Rollins back to back, both kind of flamed out, didn't work out. You talk about Dayton Jones, oh. right? You talk about these guys that we went for and it just didn't work out. Or I think, uh, you know, after the Super Bowl, Sherrod in the first uh, pick, uh, sorry, the first yep, yep. Uh, round, you know, you, you go through all these things and it's not for a lack of trying, but like we just, we just didn't hit on a lot of guys. And so while a lot of people hated Dom Capers, and I definitely think that he overstayed his welcome, it wasn't entirely his fault. Fast forward to now you have Gutekunst coming in, bringing in some big guys, right? You're bringing in three guys on defense who are absolutely killing it, investing a ton in your defense, bringing in Darnell Savage, hitting on Jair Alexander. I pray that Josh Jackson is able to kind of live up to his yeah. second round name. And I think that you have the players now. I think this year with there's not a lot of changes. The only changes on that side of the ball is Blake Martinez leaving and Christian Kirksey coming in. And at the, the most, it's a wash, right? If he's able to stay healthy, I think Kirksey will be better. Mm -hmm. But I think you're, again, as we were talking about the wide receivers, you're putting a lot of faith in guys like Kingsley Kiki, Montrevious Adams, who's a third rounder. Oh, is he going to no, do something? Yeah, you're reaching. You know, Dean Lowry, who Gutekunst gave a big extension to. Yep, yep. He, you know, those guys. You know, Rashawn Gary coming up. You know, I think it's, again, just putting a lot of faith in those guys. But I think Darnell Savage coming into his second year is going to be great. You know, Shannon Sullivan, Raven Green, those guys who are kind of like on the outskirts who have proven or at least shown those flashes. You know, Raven Green obviously having those injuries. But I think... Yes, there are some unknowns, but I think that there is consistency and enough consistency with the players, the personnel, and the coaching that I think that I, I think they'll be good or better than last year. I the thing I've been really pounding home: if Rashawn Gary is who we think he is, it's going to be a home run because him rotating out with the Smith brothers, allowing them to rest more, will be even more effective in the reps that they get. I think it's going to be an absolute home run. Again, that's if everything goes well. If it doesn't, yeah, then then Mike Pettin needs to go bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm really looking forward to the young secondary because it's the young – I wish the receiver position were, like, similar to what we have in the yes. secondary where it's all these young guys where no one's really – incredible. I mean, Jair is great, but no one's really hit yeah. that peak yet, and that's what I think we're all kind of looking Waiting forward to. Waiting for, anticipating, yep. Uh, but with that, we will have a quick – Commercial break. Are your current sales leads bad and trash? Well, worry no more because you have found B2B Data Guide. I will give you the best leads you have ever seen. You thought your previous leads were good? Those leads belong to the trash man. Do you want to be a trash man? I have leads for doctors, teachers, bartenders, zookeepers, adult film producers, anything you need, I got it. I have so many leads, I don't know what to do with them. You'll never find quality leads at this price ever again. I will bet my pristine reputation on this. I've had women flock to me asking me about these leads. Don't you want these leads? Contact me now, immediately, today, immediately for these leads. These are my leads, contact me today. 
Visit b2bdataguide.com today. And we're back and ready for the Backyard Fantasy Football Draft. Very, very official rules. Your goal is to create the best Packers offense in a game of backyard football using only players who have played for the Packers over the last 10 years. One quarterback, one running back, and up to three pass catchers. Everything is up for debate. Okay. After this, listeners, you can go on Twitter and vote. We'll put it uh, whatever day we put this out. It should be Monday. Vote for who you think has the best team. And we have a really sophisticated draft process here. Uh, we have three numbers. This is actually uh, a cup from Lambo. This is my first beer at Lambo. No big deal. Oh. Okay, this is official, guys. Yeah. This is this is the real deal. Very official. You don't get to pick your number. Um, You're just going to be the last. I, I, I shouldn't. There's be. no, no collusion. There's not a weighted paper in here. And this is a snake draft. So I'm going to pick. Oh, I got second. All right. Kay. All right. Okay. I have three. Tom. Yes. You have the first pick. Dang it. Yes. Dang it. He's going to. All right. All right. All right. Well, obviously, I think. You know, it's it, it comes to no surprise at all that Brett Huntley needs to be my number one pick. Uh, all right, so so it's QB, running back, and three receivers. Yeah. Yes, sir. And obviously, okay. You don't so have then to draft, you know, in a positional order. You know, just okay. best best player available. Okay. All right. You know, I was really thinking about Seneca Wallace for a while <laughs> when I was when I was thinking about this. Um, Jamon Moore potentially, but I think just for the first pick, just because I feel like in the past ten years, because we're just going ten years here, mm-hmm. there's only been two really good quarterbacks here, uh, and that is Aaron Rodgers and Matt Mother Love and Flynn for the win. Yes. So because of that, I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers as my first pick. Yeah, I know wow. that it's super cliche, but suck it. Cause it's why not? not? It's not. It's the right pick. It's in the smart pick. Interesting choice. Darn it. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm the guy who drafts a quarterback first in fantasy. I don't. <laughs> yeah. do that. I don't do that. <laughs> All right. I'm on the clock. So I'm going to let you guys decide if this is okay, but I'm going to get a little exotic here because this is oh. backyard football. It's not 11 on 11. There's not, you know, these intricate formations. It's, you know, snap to the quarterback and let the quarterback do its thing. So for my quarterback, and I'm sorry to do this to you, Tom, but um, I'm going to choose Randall Cobb. Ooh. See, Ooh. That he is- was a quarterback at Kentucky. Yep. I'm not super familiar with his stat line, but I mean if you're a quarterback <laughs> at a division one school, you gotta have you, know what? you gotta you, have a nice arm. You you bring up something very interesting though, and I'm sorry, can we stop the clock, the draft clock, please? Can we can we, can we pause it? Uh, okay, on, thank you. On. Okay, so, it's paused. Okay, okay, thank you. So I wanna you, you said something that was interesting. You said the the ball would be snapped to them. Is that the the guy on defense? Is he tossing the oh, ball or is there actually that a center or is it one of the wide receivers that is snapping? Cause that changes everything. I've, if I've, one of the receivers is a snapper then. Whoa. Yeah. I, I thought of that as well. If like you have one of the receivers snap it, I guess I, we could, we could, I mean, we could agree on this. One of your receivers were snapping it, but back in the day we would, you know, when we played, it was shotgun. You take three steps back. Then you say hi. Yeah, and there's really no snap. I see. Yeah. Okay. See, all right. So that must be a, a Wisconsin thing. Here here <laughs> in the, on the East Coast, what we did is the defense always just threw you the ball. Like, they, they really? you, you said hi. They tossed you that the ball. That is interesting. Yeah, they tossed you the ball, and then they'd count to, like, five or ten Mississippi, uh-huh. yep. and then they would come after yep. you. So they'd, become, they'd come in blitz form you. I okay. do not hate so that Rand- at all. 
And so here's the thing though. I mean, this, you know what? These are questions I should have asked beforehand. I'm sorry, but now I'm going to ask them because now I need to know for my remaining picks. So can they blitz the QB immediately? Can the QB run immediately? Or do they need to wait after 10 Mississippi? Three Mississippi. Yeah. Three Mississippi. And then they can run. Yep. Okay. So they can't run immediately. And they, don't, they can't just, don't, like, don't. And you can't rush the Mississippis. You got to, you got to no, say. No, 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 no. You got to, you got You got to enunciate. Kyle, you're saying these rules, but these are only hurting you. You want them to rush because you have Randall Cobb. He's got Aaron Rodgers. Mm. You know what I mean? But I'm... Yeah, that's fine. But you already said it, though. Yep. It's like chess. You already put the piece down. So, okay. I'm, I'm so, you know what? I'm okay with the move that I made. Piece. You know what? And I'm I'm going to stick with it. But that changes my answers for the remainder of this time. Ooh. Uh, thank you. Okay. All right. Well. So now, Snake, so you have back-to-back picks. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Well, I guess I can wait on quarterback. Uh, yeah. I might have someone in mind. It's tough here, you know, there's, I don't know if you guys know this, we've had a lot of good receivers over the last 10 years, but I think I, it's tough because everyone's kind of close up top, but I'm going to go with White Lightning, Jordy Nelson. Mm -hmm. I I just have to. Mm -hmm. Nice, that makes sense, that makes sense. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. Ooh. Your pick of wide receivers. Yeah, and I guess I'm back to back. To go again? To go again, and I, ooh, this is, see, this worked out really well for me because I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. I think he's my favorite Ooh. running back over the last nice. 10 years. Okay. We, okay. we do sleep on, you know, some other guys, but Aaron, Aaron Jones is just electric, and especially backyard football, the change of direction. Yes, how you the can't catching, the running, yes, 100%. Makes sense. Again, can't go wrong. All right, so I'm on the clock, and this is an easy pick for me, one of my all-time favorite Packers, the human B-button, Eddie Lacy. Ooh. Put it on the board. Oh, yeah. nice. I like it. I like it. Especially All right. – I, I guess I didn't specify this. Is it is it tackle? Are we doing tackle here? Yes. Very quick. We're Weird. Tackle. Kyle had a quick answer when when it was tackle and not touch. When he touched <laughs> yes, I already screwed myself. The last answer. We are we are doing tackle. Okay. Okay. I mean, backyard I football wasn't touch. Eh, when you get when you get older in turkey bowls and people break bones, you you that's just that up. you know what that is a hundred percent accurate. Yes, yeah. the, that's that's when you go. You know what, guys? Uh, maybe we should just do two hand touch because you know my my hip is is not lined up well. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, uh, all right. So I got three wide receivers and a running back to go. Um, I'm going to go running back actually here and I'm going to go Jonathan Franklin. Uh, You know, listen, Jonathan Franklin, when he was on the field, I know obviously suffered a career ending injury, but that man showed flashes. He has speed. The guy had catching ability and you know, he got, thankfully the Packers gave him a job, you know, in the office, which was really cool of them. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm going my boy, Jonathan Franklin. Cause he was, he was the same draft class as Lacey, right? Yes, he was. So yeah, he would have been the Aaron Jones to Lacey's Jamal Williams. Oh yeah. my that's goodness! It. Yeah, that's it. That's oh. it. That's what we're going. All, All right. right. Go so again. now we got. I wasn't even thinking it. That's a great pick. That is great a great pick. pick. Damn. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So now we got we got three wide receiver positions to fill. Oh man, this is this is when it gets tough here. All right. So Jordy's gone. Randall's gone. So then. Oh God. All right. Here, here's where I'm thinking. Here, I'm going to talk it out, and I don't care if you take them. I'm thinking Driver, Jennings, and Jones. Those are, those are the three that I'm thinking right now of, of who I want to potentially go with. You know, I feel like you know Jennings said a lot of crap about Aaron Rodgers, it's, so I don't know if they're yeah. going to get a lot. Like it, it, so, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to ask another question. Please, please stop the draft clock. So. Paused. Is this in their prime or is this right now? Their absolute because peak. You pecked Eddie Lacy. I agree. That's, I've, that's I've thought peak as well. Okay, yeah, so it's at peak. their absolute peak. All right, so in that case, 
I'm going to go with Greg Jennings because they mm-hmm. still like each other then mm-hmm. because Jennings killer in, in, in Super Bowl 45. As, you know, as, as think, much as uh, it pains me to say, there's absolutely a case to be made that he is the best receiver Rogers has had. Oof. He, he, he honestly was incredible. There's a case Afterwards, to be made. We, he's dead to me, but yep. during, on the field, he was great. Yeah. Do you guys still follow him on like Twitter? Mm-mm, he's no. like an extreme bodybuilder now. It's really it's surreal. <laughs> and I think he still lives in Minnesota. Not, not very good. <laughs> I'm up. I believe you're up. All right. Well, um, so I don't have any pass catchers yet. Ooh. I mean, it feels disrespectful to him at this point that he's not gone. So I have to take him. Devonte Adams. Yeah. Yeah. That made sense. That yeah. makes a lot of well, sense. That is on brand for Devonte. That's just, I mean, pretty disrespectful. Best, best route runner, constantly disrespected. I agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, back, shoot. back to you, Spence. Yeah. Back to back to me. Ooh. Pass catchers. And I got quite a few guys still there. You know what? I, ooh, I do have to do it, especially because, you know, you really wonder what the offense could have been, you know, after. 2010, and he really started getting his groove. Oh no! Don't you do it. I know where you're going. Don't you do it. Mike McCarthy. Where you're going? Had the whole offense built around here. uh, Don't you do it. Don't you pick him. Jermichael Finley. (sighs) Ah, you son of a gun! That was my next pick. (laughs) Absolutely. And then he never trusted tight ends again. Jermichael Finley (laughs) was like an ex-girlfriend who just shattered your heart. And McCarthy was like, I am never even going to look at a tight end in the eye. We were so in love. We were so so in in love. It was match made in heaven. You know, he he was his first. You know, they they did everything together. Uh, he was just like Jermichael. I built this offense for you, and when and he when he went, it, McCarthy was just never the same. Well, it's it's almost like you know Indiana Jones when he takes the little gold thing and he replaces it. It's like Jermichael Finley was taken away, and then it was replaced with a rock, which was Richard Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> No offense to Richard hey, Rogers, but they had that he had that really good play that one time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything else it'll be like, you know, the one yard out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Th- thank you, Richard. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I, he was like he was a decently high draft pick too. Yeah. Wasn't he Yeah. I forget what he Finley was. was. No, Rogers. Rogers. Third, Both of them are. Yeah. Fin- Finley was the second round pick. And hmm. Well, well, my team. Okay, so my I've got Aaron Jones, Jordy Nelson, Jermichael Finley. Speed? Do I want speed or do I want possession? Well, I have Finley, so I'm already a little slow. I am, you know, I am going to do it. I'm going with Sam Shields as mm. my last receiver. Nice. I know it's a little that's, disrespectful that's a to speed. some other guys who actually played receiver, but I, I just, I want to chuck it downfield. That makes sense. I like it. Not bad. I'm up. Yes, sir. All right. So I just got pass catchers left. Um, I'm going to go, man, my team. They're, they're so not you know, Trevor you Davis is still there. He's still there. Who's that? You could get Trevor Davis right now. Tre- you could. <laughs> he's right. He's right there. You could take him. No, no, I'm actually not going speed. My 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 team is not going to kill you with speed, but you are going to leave the game with some bruises. Ooh. I'm going to go with another kind of sim- not really similar to Jermichael Finley, but kind of a, a lot of Packers fans are very upset with how this player was handled, and I can see why. But I'm going to go with Jared Cook. Oh, okay. 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 I see you. I see you. Just not under McCarthy's offense. I get you. <laughs> Correct. I'll be calling plays. Yes. <laughs> Man, I did not even think of him either. Solid, solid pick. Tom? Oh, Cracker Jacks. Okay. 
So I got two. I got two guys left. You got right? two guys left, and they're your last two, two picks. My two receivers. Okay. Yep. Well, one's gonna be easy. One's gonna be my man, Dancing Queen, Young and Sweet, only seventeen, Donald Driver, right there. Yep. Just get Oof. it. Get yeah. It. Easy. I, I probably should have took Dunions. him. Onions, right there. And then for the last one, do I do I just complete the trifecta and just get it over with? Uh-oh. I feel like I'm thinking real quick. Real quick, I'm just, I'm just perusing right now just to make sure that they're still in the guidelines in which you set. Okay. You know, I was thinking about Brandon, but oh, decided, oh. Decided we don't, we don't. That's I, I. We might bleep that. <laughs> that is actually a curse word, sir. You can say <laughs> ball soup on. You can say ball soup on here, but you can't say. You know what? I'm gonna go with James Jones. I'm. You know what? We're bringing the gang back together. I got Driver, James Jones, Greg Jennings. Let's do it. I, yeah. I love that. You're... That is a great backyard football. We want a Super Bowl with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. That's it. You're just two players it's away from the uh, from the Sports Illustrated cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Solid, solid. Kyle, your last pick, a pass catcher. Um, I don't. This this guy isn't in the parameters, but. Mm. He's Jared Aberdaris. Yeah, I got you. (laughs) His one play is what makes him or is what is why I want him on my team. And Mm. when I say the name, you're going to know what play I'm talking about. But he's just he doesn't fit the cutoff, unfortunately. Robert Ferguson. (laughs) Wait, why do you want Robert Ferguson? Because of the, the one play. You know what play I'm talking about? Robert Ferguson. No. Don't tell me you're thinking Antonio Freeman. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, Kyle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. He stopped in like, what was it, 06? (laughs) That's against the rule. If we're going back in time, then I'm redoing all my picks and we're starting this one. He's an idiot. Kyle said he was perfect. It's Antonio Freeman. Perfect perfect for the brand. Perfect for the brand. Antonio, right on brand. Wow. I I told Kyle said he had one that was going to be close. I said... You know, me and Tom will talk through it. We are going. I think we're denying that one. Absolutely, bullshit. Yeah. Not no, even complete. And, and and you know what? Antonio Freeman was 03. So you know what? Yeah. <laughs> no, you take you take that you take that somewhere else. You take that in a less professional podcast. It's the poor man's podcast. Kyle, have some damn respect. Hell, poor to poor display by me. Wow, I'm embarrassed. God, they have the same body type. They're very similar I receivers. Mortified. I can see it. Wow, that was with like I the grainy they had the same number. Might as well just pick Brett Favre. Favre. You might as, you <laughs> yeah. might as well. Might as well pick Brett Favre. He's just, you know, he's in purple in 2010. You want to pick him? Ooh, yeah. Not wrong. He did play at Lambeau. I am flustered. God. You know, you know who's on there and no one's picked him yet is, uh, he was a running back. Dimitri Nance, uh, played in 2010 and had a total of four yards. I'm just, uh, I'm sorry, four catches. So if you guys, if you guys wanted to go for that. Super Bowl champion. That's that's an option. Hey, there's still some, there's still some magical players out there. One, one in particular. Apparently, Mark Tosher caught one pass at one point. He's a hundred percent. So he, I remember he caught. He had a touchdown. He scored. He did the Lambo leap, and then it got <laughs> called back. I, yep. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Kyle, you got you got to pick someone here. I know. I know. It's a little so embarrassing. Rattled. It's okay. I'm so rattled. It's okay. We can get past this. Wait you a know, minute. Do you have a quarterback? Randall Cobb. Oh, wait. Who didn't? Did you have a quarterback? I don't have a quarterback. You don't have a quarterback yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with God. I don't even. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> we can get through this together. We can. We can go through guys. I'm so flustered. Ty Montgomery, very versatile. Oh, damn it, Tom. That's a great. Pick. Don't have him um, return kicks. 
I'm going to go with, this is uh, for the pass catching, obviously. This is where he made his money. Very unsung hero, Brandon Jackson. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Solid pick. Okay. You know, he's a very he's a very under the radar guy. Mm-hmm. I love Brandon Jackson. Unsung. I don't want it to be disrespectful. He was the best running back at doing things besides running the football. See, awesome pass catcher, awesome uh, blocker, pass protection. Yeah. Yes. Very big. My last pick. I need a quarterback here. A lot of people at home are probably thinking Matt Flynn, but no. This is another. This is another name that comes up. Packer it's fandom. Young. I'm taking I'm taking Taysom Hill. I have to I have to take Taysom Hill here. He the is gadget. the, the quint- gadget. essential backyard football quarterback. Yeah, he he can't throw, but he can run. <laughs> he can he, no, can you imagine trying to stop a Taysom Hill to Sam Shields pass? There's no way. There's absolutely no way. You know, here's the thing. I, I think that you wouldn't even have to, because I feel like Taysom Hill would stop it himself. Uh, by just not throwing it Making well. The pass, right. Because uh, again, I mean, if we're, I mean, you know what? Just for, just to make sure I'm not talking out my ass here. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he can't throw the ball. <laughs> Passing, <laughs> no, not, not he a has hot thrown. Uh, okay, I just want to say, in the two years that he has been, uh, he's been on New Orleans for three years actually. But it says for passing right now, he is six for thirteen. Tom, I, I didn't say anything bad about any of your picks. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I have to crap on it, and it's not you, but you're going to take it for this because the amount of people, <laughs> we talk about the freaking Rashawn Gary DMs, yeah. nay, nay. Yeah. the Taysom Hill, oh, man, we should have let him go. Tom, should we have let him go? Tom, I'm so upset we let him go. We let him go, guys. He can't throw the ball. He's fine. Just let it go. And guess what? He's not worth the first-round pick. I don't care how much New Orleans hypes him up. I, I can't. I know. I know you're you're not responsible Let for it, Spencer. I know you. I know it's not you. It's not. Well, it's, good God, Taysom Hill, guys. Fair. Really? Well, hey, really? I know you. The fan. The fans have been bad about it. The stats in the regular season aren't very good, but playoffs. I mean, he ki- he killed it against <laughs> the Vikings last year. So this guy plays when it matters, and it doesn't matter sure. more than on the backyard football field. So, all our rosters: Tom, Rogers at quarterback. Jonathan yes. Franklin, running back. Greg yes. Jennings, receiver. Donald Driver, receiver. James Jones, receiver. God, I hate that trio. I hate how good it is. Oh, I love it so much. It makes my tingle. Makes <laughs> there you tingle. go. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Kyle, you have Randall Cobb as your quarterback. I think that's huge. Running back, Lacey. Uh, nice. Pass catcher, Devontae Adams. Jared Cook. And Brandon Jackson, also at the end. I have the best quarterback, obviously. Taysom Hill. Aaron Jones. Jordy Nelson, Jermichael Finley, and Sam Shields. Tom, thank you yes. very much for coming on the podcast. I had a lot of fun. Kyle, did you have fun? I did. Thank you. Oh, we're not doing we're not doing defense. I got my defensive lineman. It's it's Sherrod. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I really hope I I'd probably have like Gerald Worthy up there. You know, he's he was quick off the line, and that was about it. Yeah. That 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 literally that was it. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like ha ha. All right, I'm done, guys. I'll see you on the bench. But, Tom, that was awesome. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Um, I don't know. Where can our listeners, if they're for some reason listening to us and not you, find you at? Uh, at you just type in PACCAST, P-A-C-K-A-S-T, oh. on, in, the, in the internet. You'll find me. Or Tom Grassi, if you want to see the face that's attached to this Muppet voice, you can, you can find that just about anywhere, except on Twitter, 
Why? Because some asshole named Tom Grassi took the at Tom Grassi handle. What does he do? I don't know. Some financing crap. Who cares? So it's at Tom Grassi comedy for everything. Yeah, I know. Right. I, I'm disappointed, but it works. you know, it's just it is what it is. A big thanks to Tom Grassi for joining the program. That was a lot of fun. Kyle, did you have fun? I had a lot of fun, but again, still, still a little rattled about the blender. But again, thank you a lot, Tom. That was a lot of fun, and. Uh, yeah, go if I, I'm sure there's a lot of overlap between people who listen to us and people who consume his content. But if mm -hmm. you don't, uh, highly recommend. Very funny dude. Very knowledgeable dude. He clearly knows his stuff. So yeah, look him up. Yeah, it was. It's kind of perfect. You have that blunder, and you know the next segment, and we, you know, this was planned. Kind of transitions time. a little, a little too well. Absolutely. Some would say I did that blunder on purpose. Maybe maybe huh. you did. It's a great time to do it. Huh. It kept people around. They wanted to hear the blunder. Something something to think about. But, of course, our next segment is Kyle an Idiot. I'm not an idiot. Okay. You sure? Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. I always do that. Is right. Kyle an idiot? Um, so... Last time, I did ask you a pretty tough question. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. I'm going to give you four questions. Okay. Last week, you were, you know, last episode, you were one and two. We're going to knock off the one. What was Lambeau Field named before Lambeau Field? It is County City Stadium. City Stadium, whatever. Why do you bring that up? Well, because you got it wrong, and because you got it wrong, and it was a tough question, I'm, I'm giving you four this week to make up for that one. That one is stricken from the records. Okay, thank you. Okay. First one, very easy. The next are kind of, you know, you're going to have to use your brain. Oh, here we go. Okay. This Super Bowl halftime performer was asked, <laughs> is it safe to say on Super Bowl Sunday you'll be rooting for the Patriots? He replied, go, Pack, go. Who was this? Now, it's a man. There haven't been a lot of males. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, God. I don't know. I was one years old. No, you weren't. You you didn't even hear. I, Kyle, you got to be. You got against. Be, you said against the Patriots. I'm. I thought you were talking about the '96 Super Bowl. I did not say that. I did not say that. I said the the Packer part was that the guy answered "Go Pack Go." I'm going to let you answer again. It was okay. It is from the last ten years. Oh, okay. I think I know this. Answer, say the question again. It, this Super Bowl halftime performer was asked, is it safe to say that on Super Bowl Sunday you'll be rooting for the Patriots? He replied, go, Pat, go. Who was this? Justin Timberlake. Okay, thank <sighs> you. God, I, I set you up. I'm like, let's get this point back for the, Kyle. The, the, well, I mean, it's. I thought it was a Packers question, so I'm thinking Patriots, yeah. Packers, Super Bowl, 96. Yeah. I, who? You know what? Ooh, that's a good stump to spinning question. Don't look it up. Don't you dare. I don't even know what you're getting at. Oh, the halftime performer of that Super Bowl. CZ Top. Damn it. Sorry. Okay, next question. Okay. It, was it for real? It's easy talk. Yes. Oh. Uh, the Packers drafted Jordan Love this year. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Who was the last quarterback drafted by the Green Bay Packers before Jordan Love? I feel like you've asked this before. I have or not. Something similar. Um, the last think, quarterback. Think hard. Just, you know, go back every year. Think who was on the roster. Goody hasn't drafted one yet. Well, prior to yeah. Love. Correct. Um,. Not, it's not Hunley. I mean, the only one I can say, he might have been undrafted though. This is my only guess. Hold on. This is my only guess. This is my only guess. Okay. Yeah. Is this is this your only guess? <laughs> Tim Boyle. Ah, uh, no, Kyle. 
I'm so sorry. The correct answer was Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, sorry, no, it was Brett Hundley. Sorry, sorry. It was Brett Hundley, and you didn't want to say it. Uh, I was going to say Deshaun was not drafted by the pack. Damn it, dude. Yeah, you had it, you had it, and then I you were like, it. nah. Was One, Tim Boyle undrafted? Yes. Shit. He threw like twice as many picks as touchdowns Who? in college. Tim Boyle. Boyle? Where'd yeah. he go to college? Like Delaware or something? Some small school. He was not good. Okay. One and one hey, for the week. Disrespect Delaware. One and one. Super Bowl MVP went there. Joe okay. Flacco. Oh, so, yeah, okay. <laughs> one and one for the week. Two and two on the season. Okay. Two more. You got it. You got to think. Think these all the way I through. S- I even. S- I mean, I should get a half a point. I did say his. I'm, okay. No. Yeah. I'm not, not going to do that. I'm Oof. not going to do that. The Packers haven't had. Haven't had a draft without a linebacker since 2010. So every draft since then, we've drafted an outside linebacker or inside linebacker. I already know I'm going to get this question wrong. However, a player that year converted to linebacker and actually played for the Packers for six years. Who was this? He So he wasn't drafted as a backer. He, he wasn't drafted as a linebacker. In, in his position that was listed on NFL.com or whatever. He played a different position his first couple of years, and then during one offseason, he transitioned to a different position, played for six years for the Packers. Okay. Yeah, I, I told you I was going to get I this will, I will give you a clue. It, he did not play inside linebacker. Just think back, 2010, Super Bowl year, you know, I think 2012, 2014. Who was, who was playing outside linebacker, mm. Kyle? I don't even think I have a guess. You have to have a guess. Has not has not been in the league um, since he left the Green Bay Packers. Him and Clay Matthews got in a little trouble together. Him and Clay Matthews got. In it never life. actually came to light, but there were rumors for what it was. I'm gonna give you a five second countdown. Five, four. I, like I only have one guess, and I know it's not the right one. Then just I say, know it's not right. Then just say Nick Perry. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. It's not Nick Perry. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. You really, you really pulled me in with that I know. One. <laughs> I know. I know. Mike Neal. Ah. Uh, he was just, he was a jag. Yeah. Just he, another guy. He really, he, he had Damn such it. a, you know, he had kind of a lot of hype. Second he was year. always at like the, towards the bottom of the depth chart, but damn it. Well, no, that, he, I know he that did, name. He did start quite a bit. He, him and Peppers kind of, you know, switched in off and on back and forth, but okay. Oh, I really hate how you did that. Two, two and three. For, I mean, I we, need, we needed an answer. We needed an answer. Okay. Last one. This should be easy because you were looking at it the other day. In Goody's first draft in 2018, he drafted 11 players. Five of those players have the first names that start with the letter J. <laughs> Name three of those players. Only one is no longer with the team. Josh, Jair. Uh, <laughs> five players with a... Justin. No. Not pr- no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, no, it's like you want to Jamal. answer. There we go. No, Kyle, no. Jamal Williams? No. No. He was the year before. The other guys you were looking for? Jamon Moore? This J.K. Is Scott? actually like, this is not a bit anymore. I'm actually in a bad mood. So hurry up. Is that the last one? Jamon Moore? J.K. Scott? James Looney? 
Fun fact, James Looney, he was drafted as Move on. a defensive lineman. He now plays tight end. That fact is not fun at all. Oh, I, I had fun. I think I think the viewers might... How did you... Come on, J.K. Scott, the weapon? God, now I feel like my question, the stump spinny, is going to feel like a goddamn layup. Perfect. Give me stump the spinny. Oh I told you to make God, these questions I'm hard. I was going to make them a little bad easy. mood. All right. New Packers wide receiver Reggie Begleton comes from the Canadian Football League. Okay. What team in the Canadian Football League did he play for? I don't know. The Rockets? I have no idea. I don't know any <laughs> team. Ah, stumped you. See, I, see, this isn't really Packers, <laughs> but I figured that's something that... That's fair. That's you, fair. That, that would be well, what like is a, it? a tidbit. The Calgary Stampeders. Oh, see, yeah. Yeah, I... I they got that red, the red, and the, like it reminds me of the Flames. Okay, okay, well. The Calgary Flames. You know, if I had to say what, uh, geez, city, Providence, territory, I probably would have said Calgary. Yeah, there, yeah there's like Saskatchewan. Um, Newfoundland, like the dog. No, I'm like actual, <laughs> like actual CFL teams. Saskatchewan, Calgary, that's all I got. <laughs> Very good, okay, well. Um, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, that is. Uh, I don't remember if I got. I think I'm 0 for two for stump the spennies, and you are not not good for not good. Two and four, two and four on the year, but that is All it. Right. That is it for is Kyle an idiot slash stump spenny. Damn it! But that is it for this week's episode. Um, I don't. I had a lot of fun. Kyle, did you have a lot of fun? A lot of fun. Once again, <laughs> thank you, Tom. Yeah, if you're still listening, hopefully. Yeah, Tom Tom was awesome. Very nice guy. He had a pretty good football team. I still like to think that mine was the best. Um, we'll have a poll out on Twitter if you want to vote on the poll for who had the best backyard football team. Uh, other than, than that, th- this is also your favorite part of the episode. If you could please <laughs> leave a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you're on, that would be great. If you leave a five-star, you can leave the, re- uh, the rating. If you leave a review... If you take a screenshot and DM that to us on Twitter at PMP Pod, we will send you a free koozie with our logo on New it. New shipment just came in, so they're hot off the press, and they're they're pretty beautiful. They they smell great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you should probably give me your address. Or we actually we had to. Uh, Tommy is no longer interning; he's still on summer vacation. Right. He's usually the one who sends them out. But I will send out the koozies this time. If you leave your address and your review, we will send you. A free koozie. Heck yeah. Sounds like a very good deal to me. Yeah. Costs you literally nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Just a screenshot. And you're Just helping out some pals. Yeah. <laughs> Be a pal. Yeah. We, we're all friends. We're all friends and family here. But with that, Kyle, I don't have anything else. Do you? Nope. All right. Well, with that, my morning jacket, please don't sue us. Go, Pat, go. Still climbing the ladder.
Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.